Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to episode 222 of Slamfire Radio for September 8th, 2017. I am one of your non-quitting hosts, Trevor. And I'm another one that's still here, Adriel. And yet another one that is still on the roster, Matthew. Way to not quit, guys. So what's know, it like right? to not quit? It's 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 very non-quitty-like. No, you just show up. Yeah, and it's non-quitty-like. Yeah. So yes, it is with... Uh, Mixed emotions? What are some of the proper words you say at a time like this when somebody bails and says, I don't want to do your thing anymore? Uh, I don't know, but one thing that I say often is move your mic further away from your mouth so you don't pop whenever you say pee. <laughs> How about I simply do the entire show without any pee sounds? Ooh, yes. Challenge Just accepted. Yeah. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, you failed. Just that was, though. I had to illustrate Ah, yes. for reasons. Right. Mm. I Adriel. see what you did right meow. Yep. <laughs> right meow. That's right. <laughs> too so, yeah, obvious, Kelly Adriel. Too, yeah, why did Adriel, why did, why did Kelly quit again? She said that she hates the listeners mm-hmm. and you. And me specifically. Yeah. I do remember yeah. that because I, I'm awfully mean to her many times on a regular basis. The important mm-hmm. thing to remember is, though, that uh, it's, it's not just a Kelly. Oh. It's not, it's, it's intentional, yeah. but it's not just a Kelly thing. You pretty much <laughs> hate across the board, so. Well, people don't like me. I'm not a likable person. And you don't like them. And I don't, I don't even like me. <laughs> I've tried. It's not easy. So, yeah. So, so long, Kelly. Um, you Farewell can, and uh, thanks for all the fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a great movie. It, it was. really was. It's, it's a better book, actually. I, will, I don't read, so no. I wouldn't know. I'll take your word we for know. it. Thank God for movies. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have any culture. Uh so yeah, all right. Moving on uh, from now on, just the three of us, the three amigos, the musketeers, if you will. Yep. But car- uh, carabiner ears, car- carabine. No, that didn't work. I was just uh, trying to move us up from muskets to carbines. Christina had a whole conversation <laughs> with me the other day about carbines, mm-hmm. and she reminded me that she was supposed to come on the show to teach us how to, you know, English how she just spoke mm-hmm. and how to pronounce some of these things because she was watching a TV show and they called it a carbine, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I can't, well, like, I don't understand. It's like a bad episode of Slam well, for Radio. I, I couldn't believe." I actually just got a comment on one of my uh, YouTube videos where I uh, very distinctly make the point that it's carbine and not carbine because this is a combine and not a combine. I had a picture of a combine up, right? And then and a somebody. Yeah, and and somebody, you know, I get hate on that every now and then. This guy wasn't hating; he was just being funny. But he's like, "Yeah, well, I suppose you pronounced put, but, and another word that was ut all the same too." I'm like, "Oh crap! No, I guess I don't. <laughs> I guess you can pronounce words different ways, even oh, no, if they're spelled the same lever, way." Only- only lever and lever are, lever, expect, are yeah. acceptable. Well, his his theory was because it comes from the French word carabine. Or carabine, I don't even know what the French word is for it. Carabine. Carabine, sure. And and apparently... Carabine. I don't know. Carabine. Well, look, I mean, just because 
they drop them doesn't mean they know how to pronounce them. That, that's it. Look, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I still yeah. think it's carbine. Yeah, but I concur. Yeah. A long story it's short, carbine. well, that was actually no, short. No, long story so long. Drawn out. So what that Why don't was. we get into <laughs> some more drawn out stories and uh, talk about what we so do So let's go guns. back to this. Uh, is Christina going to nope. come on and do the how she's <laughs> oh, I, 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 I don't think so. Oh. I was just impressed that she remembered the whole conversation about how to pronounce firearms-related terminology. Hmm. It's, so, fun. it's good when your loved ones take an interest in your hobbies. Yeah, she impresses me like once a decade, so yeah. now she can relax for a while. Yeah, that's cool. So, there yeah. you go. Um, well, thanks well, we for listening, everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for are listening we gonna, to are we uh, English 101. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys let me know when you're ready. All right, All right. and, and go. Okay. Hey, what everyone, and welcome to episode... Oh, crap. I'm going <laughs> to cut you. <laughs> All right, go. My bad. What we did this week in guns is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. This week, they have the Remington 870 Tactical in stock for $659. You can't go wrong with an 870. You can't go... No, you can't go wrong with that. Because it comes with a magazine extension tube yeah. right on there. It's black furniture right on there. And these guys that, like I did... But I got mine for a real good price. I had an Express Magnum that was, you know, 28-inch barrel wood furniture. and went through many, many different phases before it ended up in a Magpul stock. Yes, it, it, I remember how many phases it went through. It was, <laughs> it was impressive at one point. It, I actually wrote it all down. Uh, you don't need to read like it, that. though. Don't. No, I shall not. Because well, no, we you. lose enough listeners every week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is guaranteed to make some go. But if anyone's curious about the many faces of my 870, Trevor I'd be happy will email to it to you. Yeah. yeah, I'll email you that essay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. It even went back to wood and then back to pla- black plastic again at one time. Black stick. You had Bl- it right black, the first time. Black stick. Yeah, black stick. Black stick. <laughs> it's black stick. <laughs> yeah. Um,. Yeah, so six fifty nine. You can't build one for this price, is what I was trying to say poorly. Right. Mm. So that being oh, said, Matthew. Yeah. Did you get a chance to do anything this week in guns? I didn't. I packed some guns and got them ready to move, but they haven't. Uh, I haven't taken any out to shoot yet recently because I've been moving. So and going back to work, incidentally, as well. First week. Yeah, back, I tried so. that too. Not a fan. Not a fan either. Mm-mm. Of the work. I mean, I'm in a new school, and in case anybody li- is listening from the new school, I actually love the new school. It's not, I mean, it's no old school, because old school mm-hmm. is... No, I guess, I guess, and I think it was clear to you, but to, to make it clear to everyone, it's not that I'm a, no, I, uh, I'm a fan of not returning, or I'm yeah, a that's fan of it. returning. Exactly. The, uh, you know, once you're there, it's fine, oh, I love but it's it, having yeah. to admit that you have to go back. That's that sucks. Right. Man, summer's over already? Dang it. Where did it go? Alberta. That's where mine went. Basically, yeah. At west in Ontario. <laughs> yeah. And Cape Breton at the end. It was amazing. You're amazing. So, oh, dang it. Well, I am, worked. actually. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Why don't I uh, move into what I did so we can keep sliding off the rails? All right. Carry on. Yeah. Uh, I went to the range to sight in my SDIR-15 because uh, in two days, my club's annual multi-gun match will be happening. So I had gotten a Bushnell scope. Not a Bushnell? Yeah, it was a Bushnell, right, Adriel? Bushnell AR-223 mm-hmm. scope? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got that from you, put it on the rifle. Didn't care for it very much. Now, Snuffleupagus has one, and he has it on his NEA 7.62x39AR, and it's got a different reticle. It's got a, a round reticle with some dots in the middle that's also illuminated, plus he has the quick throw lever on the, the uh, PCL. 
It's that the one's one. also that one's also uh, first uh, focal plane, right? Not second. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the one I want. You sold me the wrong one. <laughs> so this is clearly your fault. Totally <laughs> his fault. Yeah. So Did, anyway, why didn't uh, you why didn't you read his mind and make sure that you were sending him the right one? I know, right? I it's not I too did, much. It's a light read, you know. You know. <laughs> that's the. Did you go away or something? Pardon me. Oh, there. Now we can hear you again. Where'd you go? I didn't go anywhere. I could hear him the whole time. I could. Yeah. Well, if no, I can't hear him, it doesn't get recorded. So you better say it again. I was just making fun of me. So perfect. Well, carry carry on. Don't let <laughs> yeah, me get in the well, way of that. No, you were saying how <laughs> you know uh, Adriel should read my mind. I just commented that it was a very light read. Oh yeah, no, fiction. we got all that. It was just the last bit there it didn't come through. But whatever. Carry oh, on. the last bit was the last bit was just like be quiet and let me talk. I'm not That's sure. That's probably what. <laughs> Yeah. So, so anyway, I got out there and put my loophole back on my STI, and sighted that in for 100 and for 25. So I just dial dial the scope into where, you know, I write the number down. It's pretty. It's not very scientific. It's most marksmen would probably like cringe at the way I do it, but whatever. I know when it's on this mark, it's zeroed for 100. When I twist the dial to this little number, it's 25 meters. So, given the distance of the targets this weekend, 25 meters will be great for everything. We're going to find out who understands height over bore, mind you, because we got a lot of Ipsic knee targets with hardcover on them. Good luck, kids. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, and I also got up to practice with my Versamax. I tested some loads that I whipped up last winter in those active holes, the all-plastic holes, and I loaded some up with only one ounce of shot. The idea behind that being that it's going to recoil a lot less, which mm-hmm. should speed up my double tie or my uh, splits yep. or double taps. Double so tap. then the concern was, well, is one ounce of number six shot enough to knock down a full-size popper from, you know, 40 yards? And guess what? It is. So I will be cranking out a pile of that this winter on one ounce loads. The only thing I'm worried about, though, is I think I might switch to a modified choke mm-hmm. because there's some clay pigeons and there's some clay pigeons at distance, and I right. don't want to be missing them. So exactly. I'm actually gonna, yeah, I'm gonna make myself a note right now to change the choke to a. Uh, so you were running full, or I've been running full pretty yeah. much exclusively. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, modified so. is a, a good choke to go with most of the time. I mean, it doesn't change your pattern size that much, but you can still break a clay with a, a near miss more readily than you would with a full choke. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I shot the Versamax and did some practice, practice my reloads. And I also shot the um, Jam Pro 930. There is a significant difference in the weight of those two shotguns. Now, the Jam Pro is actually shorter, has a 22 inch barrel, and the Versamax has a 26 inch barrel. But I don't, I don't know where all the heft is in the Jam Pro. But it, well, you know, you shoot the Versamax for about fifty rounds, you put it down, you pick up the Jam Pro, and you're like, oh my god, what is this? Like it was really noticeable. I bring it up just in case someone doesn't have a three gun shotgun yet mm-hmm. and they're looking at those two. Yep. And if if you're a small person, um, you know, maybe you don't bench press what Yolanda bench bench presses, and <laughs> the weight of your shotgun matters you might want to just keep that in mind. The JM Pro is significantly heavier, so when you're shopping, you know, when you go to the website and the manufacturer lists the specs in the shotgun, check out the weight because it's um, huh. 
But also, a heavier shotgun will help absorb some of the recoil, too. So if your recoil it does, you kind of do want a heavier shotgun. Yeah, well, I want the lighter one. The lighter one points faster. Oh, like, yeah, I, I gun, you're moving, you're moving the shotgun a lot, so I would want something lighter because you'd be able to move between targets faster. Yeah, just so what you're saying is suck it up, be a man, even if you're a woman, and take that recoil. Well... And, the Versamax is gas. It's, That's it's true. A, yeah. The Versamax is a heavy shotgun as well. Like the, the your M2s and that kind of thing will be lighter, but the the Versamax is gas. It's still kind of heavy. It's not going to kick a lot with with target loads in That's there. That's true. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I mean, uh, I want the running and gunning. So you end up in a in a in a match that's one of those Iron Man matches, not one of those shooting matches. Uh, I'd like to be running around with the latest shotgun I can. So makes sense. What else <laughs> I do? Oh. I got some practice with my Arsenal Strike 1 as well. And then uh, I got home and I cleaned all of those um, guns. Except, Well, I didn't clean the Versamax. I just oiled it. The um, STI actually doubled on me. And there was a couple of hard extractions when I was unloading and showing clear for the range officer on the line. So uh, I cleaned try, everything. Did you try fixing it by getting a Glock? No, I'm talking about my STI AR. Oh, your AR. Oh. Yeah, my AR oh, doubled. Oh, I was talking and, about yeah. your STI handgun. I didn't bring my STI handgun, sorry. I, I brought my Strike 1, which sorry, worked flawlessly. Sorry, I heard flawlessly. STI, and I was like, handgun yep. in 1911, yep. i got to make a joke. So, Of course. That's, that's where course. I went. Oh, so, yeah, jokes so, should be made. Oh, yeah. No. So your AR is uh, doing some funky stuff? Well, it doubled once, and there was a couple of hard extractions on the unload and show clear. And so I looked at it, and it was quite filthy. So, oh, okay, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, I had Slipstream in it for like two years, so it was getting kind of gummy. But what's good about but that, that, what that says about Slipstream is it doesn't burn off. It doesn't go anywhere. It stays in the gun. Yep. But after a while, you got to clean your gun. That's all oh, there is to it. So. I mean, that's, what yeah, kind absolutely. of trigger are you running? <laughs> what? What kind of trigger are you running? Because if you're doubling, uh, that would be your disconnector. Or, you know, if you get a really light trigger, you could just double based off, like, bumping it off your shoulder kind of a thing. Yeah, maybe. It's um, the STI AR comes with a JP Industries trigger single stage about two and a half pound nice match trigger. Yeah, that might that might just be the gun moving and you've, you're keeping your finger on the same position or something like that. We had a uh, a disconnector fail on us at the uh, at the Prairie Fire, and uh, that basically makes your AR uh, burst mode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, well, it was dirty. Um, even the trigger group was a little bit dirty, so I cleaned the whole thing. Clean the. Um, the Arsenal. The Arsenal was a range gun at the Calgary Shooting Center, so I don't know if the striker had then extractor and whatnot had ever been taken out. So I got the I got the striker assembly out. I got the spring for the extractor out, but I couldn't actually get the extractor to the slide, and I was like, oh, whatever, you're clean enough. And I put it back together and moved <laughs> on. Um, I did notice, however, that the extractor lets go of the brass before it hits the ejector pretty right. common problem with a 1911 that doesn't have a tuned extractor mm-hmm. but i've not seen it happen in a modern day striker fired gun does it has it affected its reliability at all well i've had two stovepipes in that gun since mm-hmm. i acquired it one yeah. the night i acquired it and one at the range so it is possible that it is the cause of it i would i would suspect that yeah is there any so, way to maybe replace it or tune it at all is there any well, if the spring for adjustment, um, room for adjustment, I'd say no. I probably need to either replace the spring and or the extractor. Hmm. Um, I would start with the spring 
and see if the spring, if a fresh spring adds enough tension to hold the uh, case against the breech face. Right. Well, the, the good news is there's all there's a whole market aftermarket for the Strike One because it's such a popular gun. I actually, no. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, I can't believe you fell for that. <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, I can't believe you didn't fall for my sarcasm. Uh, Matthew knew I was being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> Rookie. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, that 3D printed mat saver. I couldn't get the shells of that save my life, so I took some sandpaper and opened it up. It's a lot better. The way Muffin has his on his 930 Pro, so slick. He got the placement and the angle just perfect. You keep the shotgun shouldered, your hand slides up, it knocks it into the chamber like it's on rails. It's just perfect. And the Versamax doesn't really seem to have the right handguard to get that kind of angle down. I'll have to look at yeah, the handguard's those. a bit fat on the on the Versamax. So you can't you can't keep your hand at the same spot. You do have to move it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then I, I looked up the weights. Uh, if you're interested, the, uh, yeah. So the Versamax is seven and a half pounds. The Mossberg 930GM Pro is seven point seven five, and then like an inertial, like my uh, uh, Browning A5 is just under seven and a half pounds. So they're all wow. it's kind of in the same area, but the, the 930 is a bit heavier. If you told me that the 930 was two pounds heavier, I would have totally believed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a 12-pound shotgun. <laughs> yeah, well. Mm. Maybe it's got the weight out front, or maybe it's just an odd stock or something like that. That's well, it, it, does, feel heavy. it does have the weight out front, and it does have a big wooden dowel in the tube to plug it to five. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. so I had a meltdown. And I rage quit everything. It was not good. I went to the range on Tuesday to work on the stages for um, the three-gun match and crushed my tailgate on the jack stand of our range trailer for the second time this year. Uh... And I lost my ever-loving mind. I dropped the trailer in the middle of the road. I left. I texted Jason, said I quit everything. Don't look for me or talk to me until January. Like, I'm done. I'm out. I don't care. Like, it was. Things are done. Oh, it was bad. I went to the range and I was tired and burnt out and made a stupid mistake for the second time. Oh, God. It was so bad. It was, anyway. Of course, you know, one night's sleep and a hamburger and your blood sugar goes back to where it should be and all of a sudden things aren't so bleak and stuff anymore. (laughs) But God love Muffin. He recognized, like, the distress I was in. And stepped right up. He went to the range that night and finished where I left off and did all of the work. And then he's been texting me every day um, with match admin, match construction. He drove up here tonight. Snuffleupagus did some popper repair. So he had like nine poppers or something in the back of my truck. So instead of me driving to John's school, picking them up and then taking them jason at work he's like no no don't do that take him home i gotta go to town anyway i'll pick him up for you there and then he went and bought clays and so i was gonna get it done anyway but it got done because of him and i was able to just actually take a couple of deep breaths for a few days so thank god oh man it was bad so it made the rage quit at the apple seed look like mary poppins like going down the street with her umbrella singing and then uh, Paul Lombard, um, listeners may have heard that name before. He's the field officer coordinator for New Brunswick. So if you're in New Brunswick and want to become a CCFR field officer, 
you go through Paul, and uh, Paul works out of town sometimes, and this is one of the towns that he works in. So he and I went out to supper with uh, the missus last night. He did not buy me a sandwich, Adriel. I had to pay for my own meal. Just, what? Uh, Disappointing. What, what can I say? It's a contest, and I did not win this round. <laughs> so he hung out uh, while I was cleaning those guns and stuff, so it was cool to get caught up with him. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, what I did, drug out in true typical fashion. Adriel, what about you? What did you do? Apparently, oh, a couple things. Oh, there he is. No, I'm still here. Sorry. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, uh, maybe it's my internet connection because there, there's like a nope. pause every now and then. There was a pause. Oh, was okay, a, good. Yeah. Uh, however, time. yeah, it's going to get cut out in editing because we use a software that takes all the gaps out. So it's going to make me. It's going to make me sound like I'm super impatient. Like, yeah, where are you, exactly. Angel? What? And he's like, I'm right here. <laughs> Dang yeah. it! I've loved in my heart that I responded very quickly. I'm not running that algorithm this week. Well, good. <laughs> I both love and hate that software because it ruins comedic pause. Sometimes yes. it does, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like Matthew, sometimes it ruins stuff. I do that. Well, I can, I'll, I'll stop using it then. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. No, no, just, as long to, as the listeners understand there's... that sometimes we have a, an awkward pause. Oh, they understand awkward with us. Totally... <laughs> Let's all have an awkward silence now. Uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I will instead you tell us what you did this week in guns. All right. Uh, I made a few thousand nine mil. Up. Oh, I sold uh, the gun. Oh, Sorry, you did? Adriel. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, I sold the gun. Cool. I put... I got to tell this story, Adriel. I apologize. Right. Not oh, really. Oh, I sold the gun, too. Oh, oh, let me write that Oh, down. I sold the gun. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. You know, sell guns. So... Uh, the listeners will remember that I acquired nine guns in one lot, and I uh, ran out of time to sell them because of the summer, so I'm left with the Ithaca Model 37 Featherlight, the Seiko 85L with the Bavarian stock and 7mm rem mag, and the Tika M65 in 270. I suspect that I may have undercut the price, or cut put the pr- I may have advertised it too low because... I had four people inquire and two within like, I got three I'll take it in an hour when I put it on CGN this morning. Oh, mm. yeah, that's probably a little yep. low then. Under, underpriced. Yep. Underpriced, yeah. Or, so, or priced properly. and then Well, I thought C- it was. And then just on CGN, right? So, Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of uh, jokes about everything being overpriced on CGN. I don't know. I I don't overprice my stuff when I put it on CGN. I price it for what I think is fair and what it'll sell. But anyway, so the the gun uh, appears to be unfired. I cannot verify with one hundred percent certainty, but like it's it's it. I mean, it, it's it, to me, it's unfired. Like the chamber is perfectly clean. You can see the two seventy engraved in the edge of the chamber. Like it's super, super, super clean. And um, but I wouldn't want to say it's unfired and then be proven wrong and get a bad trader rating, right? right? So it's best to say it looks unfired. You decide for yourself. Here are the pictures. And um, it's got a Tascal scope on it, which is like whatever. So I asked 270, or not 270, sorry, I asked 750 shipped. And boom, gone. Hmm. So I don't know. I must have asked too little. So wait, what? What? how much did you ask and what was the rifle? A Tika? The rifle is a Tika M65 in 270. You asked this, for too little. I, apparently so. Yeah. You could have got more for that one. <sighs> Crap. Right, well, I know do? what... Yeah. yeah. Honor the deal I made and move on. Exactly. I am not giving away the Seiko. The Seiko is $2,500, brand new. 
uh, I'm selling mine for in what I consider unfired condition. I'm asking $2,500. You're saving the tax. I'm shipping it. And it has a, uh, well, again, looks brand new. Loophole VX3, 3.5 to 10 by 40 on it. So you're getting the scope for free, and you're saving the tax on the gun. Yeah, it's decent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Adriel. Uh, <laughs> I'm for gun done. sales talk. Uh, okay. I'm a few thousand nine mil up. Uh, I finished stage one of my corrosive ammo test. Uh, so just as a reminder, I was testing uh, corrosive 762 by 39, 762 by 54, and then non-corrosive 762 by 39, that Canada ammo copper wash stuff. So so you uh, bought my, a whole bunch of SKSs, though, like my my recommendation. Yeah, that was my suggestion. How many SKSs did you buy? Yeah. Just a crate full. Just a crate full of yeah, SKSs. Perfect. See which ones rust One and how bad they up. rust. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't do that because uh, my stage one was really mean. I uh, I just basically dabbed the product on the uh, on the nails. Uh, so just to, to my, my test procedure, pull the bullet out, pull the powder out, just fire the primer onto a bare nail. And just and then, so the listeners know, it's the primer that contains the the corrosive element. Corrosive salts. Yeah, yep. it's not the gunpowder or the projectile, so it's just the primer that does that. So that's all he needs to do. Yep. Uh, I've tried a multitude of different things. My my step one or my stage one for the, the tests was just dabbing them with the product. So not really a, a scrub or anything like that, just dabbing the product on. Um, basically everything failed <laughs> the only one that like kind of made it was i, I sprayed some uh triflow over one and i think that ju- the only reason that one worked is it kept air off of the nail hmm. and i think as soon as that stuff dried up it would uh, it would start rusting as well but everything else uh still rusted uh and i think it's because well some of them uh pulled the salt into solution they were all left on the nail so it would all just start rusting again as soon as the solution was gone um but so i'm i'm gonna do a stage two i still had some fails uh the stage one fails would be uh brake cleaner alcohol urine and water did you Uh, say urine he said urine (laughs) you never know i mean if it worked i mean never Ah, right it was the myth the myth that i was told was it had some ammonia or urea in there and that would disable the salts so uh, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cat uh, urine you're supposed to use. That's the problem. Oh. Yeah. So you wait till your cat's like squatting over the litter box, yeah, and you're like, no, it. no, no, my SKS. I just went shooting today. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to aim them over the barrel, right? <laughs> yep. Or you just sneak your SKS in there. Anyways, those, yeah, uh, those, none keep of those the SKS in the litter. <laughs> Basically a good spot to store it. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. Um, those all four of those like had hard, hard rust on them. They were it was it was corroding pretty good. The other ones had like a a, a lighter surface rust still going on. But it just it just goes to show like this stuff happened over twenty four hours. You shoot corrosive ammo on a gun, you need to clean it that day. You can't leave it; it will rust. Uh, my stage two, I'm going to be doing a more thorough clean. I've already actually done it. I'm, I just need to take some pictures tonight. And Adrian, uh, yep. You're out in Edmonton, and for the people that are not in Canada listening to this, I live on the ocean. He lives as landlocked as humanly possible, and the air is so dry that I had to apply chapsticks to my lips in the month of July, more so than I do out here on the ocean in January and February. 
I don't yeah. want to know how dry your air is in January and February. That's ridiculous. But my point is, if your air is that dry in the summertime and the gun is rusting, can you imagine what happens out here? They rust within hours of shooting growth of ammo. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to you got to clean them quick. Uh, my stage two for uh, for testing here will be a more thorough cleaning of the nail with the product, and then a very light coat of 5W20. And I'll be doing those for uh, a longer term store. So that'll be like, okay, you went shooting with it. Now you're going to clean it and store it for weeks on end. And I'm going to see which ones start showing up with rust. Uh, Can I uh, ask a question? Yeah. I you just there. did. May I ask two questions? Two questions. <laughs> well, you just did. There's your second one. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so um, I wasn't listening. When you clean them the first time or dab them with urine and earwax and snot and stuff, yeah. did you uh, use any Windex? Uh, no. no. I have one that's a corrosive cleaner that's high in ammonia. Right. Uh, it still had some surface rust on it, though, because basically the nail was left bare. Okay. So why not? Go, why, why did you neglect to test a Windex? It, this corrosive cleaner is the same. is very similar to Windex. It's high uh, ammonia. Can you buy it uh, at the grocery store? No. Right. Which so makes Trevor it Trevor wants you to Windex. test Windex, so he. Uh, I know. <laughs> this is this is. I knew this was going to happen as soon as I started saying which things I was going to yep. test. People Somebody's going like, to say one. What about everyone this? on Facebook's going to say like, why didn't you test uh, this or that or? But Windex is known to be like pff, done. Well, the other one is water, and, and that one didn't work either. So <laughs> some people say, like, use hot water on it, and maybe it did a good job. Maybe, like, I, as far as I could tell, it didn't do a terrific job of getting rid of the, the salts. Windex might work. I, I have Windex. enough nails and corrosive ammo. I could, I could test all day long on this stuff, so maybe right. I will. Well, well, do some Windex then. Yeah, when I was shooting corrosive ammo through my CZ858, uh, Windex is all I used. Never had a problem. Did you have a chrome-lined barrel? It's not just the barrel that will rust, though. There's other parts in the gun that aren't chrome line, like the piston. And and I, I to answer your question, I don't know. The, a chrome line barrel is excellent because that's oh, that's sure. stopping one of your uh, big components from uh, from getting corrosion. Anyways, so I'll I'll try some Windex. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna yeah. So I've got the, the corrosive cleaner, TriFlow, Hops number nine. I'm gonna try water again and uh, WD forty. So. <laughs> We'll try some things that should work and some things that shouldn't work. Yeah, but did you uh, try... No, I'm just kidding. I just wanted it to be Trevor. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> did you spit on it? <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. Uh, I was going for it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I've got a three-gun match this weekend. I've actually got to go like after after we record tonight and uh, meet with the guys and plan out some of the stages. Oh, I got, we got some good stage plans. They're going to be fun. Uh I'm trying to figure out what I want to use for hunting this year, and I'm torn between two extremely inappropriate rifles for hunting. <laughs> Either a BCL 102 in 308, that's that, uh, also that NEA 102, they're the same thing, uh, or a Tika T3X CTR in 6.5 Creedmoor and a 10 round mag. So I don't know. I don't know which one I should use, but uh, I'm willing to. BCL? Yeah, BCL. Yep. BCL. BCL. Mm. For one, it's going to be a lot less expensive. And for two, no, you should get the BCL. No, it's not. 
BCL is like no. sixteen, seven hundred bucks. The T three X CTR is thirteen hundred. Oh, you should still. Well, get you sold ass. your M one Garand. I did sell my M one Garand. Why? You know ah, they don't make them anymore, it. right? <laughs> and why didn't I get it? Uh, don't you already have one? That, what that, what kind of SPSs. question is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Matthew, how many seven ninety fives do you have? More than one. There you go. I know you're into Millsurp collecting. I should have thought about you, but no. Uh, I, I ran to a guy. Selfish, that, man. Uh, First, your, you, your wife and your cat destroy my calendar. Yep, there's that. And now it's this. It's totally you're his wife's fault, too. We and the cat. we got to make sure that the blame is placed squarely yep. on the innocent party. Yeah. <laughs> Did she allow the cat to do it? That's, you know, <laughs> question. Encourage the cat to do it. She There, see? So yeah. first that, then this. That sounds like my work day. <laughs> why, first, uh, first math, then break. <laughs> why? Why did you sell the Garand? It's. I haven't shot that Garand for more oh. than six months. It's sold. If something oh sits God. in my safe for six months without getting shot, it has to move. Wow. Yeah. There you go. I made. Uh, I sold it for a decent price too. I don't think you would have paid it. Did you sell it for thirteen or higher? Uh, thirteen or higher would be what you what you sell a grand with a good like a pristine barrel and a wood stock on it. And this was neither. What do you mean? Didn't have wood stock. It had this. You've you haven't seen my grand. My grand's got grand. synthetic stock on it. Oh my god, a pathetic my stock. Yeah. <laughs> a I pathetic knew the barrel was stock. shot up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew the barrel was shot out, but that's fine. I could have put a sentry on or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Fair enough. There's more there. Yep. So, I don't know. I'll use some of that cash for uh, either a T3X or a BCL-102, I guess. Get the BCL. Either. Get the BCL. Get BCL. Yeah. I think I want one. Yeah. And then I want an honest review from you on this BCL. Oh, are Maybe you trying to hit- imply that sometimes he doesn't give honest reviews? No. I'm okay. implying that I know I will get an honest review from oh, him. I see. There are too many straight out of the box reviews that claim the firearm is amazing. Look, talk to me after a thousand rounds. All right, is it still amazing? Do you still have all of your fingers? Did the lugs on the bolt break? Like, yeah, you know, you guys, man, that's a that's a hefty test. I don't think I'm going to test it for a thousand rounds, but I'll shoot a couple of moose with it or deer or whatever. I'll shoot yeah, one round this... through it. Look at that. MOA at 1,000 yards. There you go. <laughs> Minute old moose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was up to in guns. Cool. And this next part is where Kelly used to go, but, you know. Mm. Ah, gonna do? All right. Now let's jump into the main topic. Hello. Hello. <laughs> wow. It actually worked out quite well, didn't it? <laughs> that was... That was like we that was like just, we planned it. Just go for it, man. This is great. <laughs> I'm not editing nothing. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us this week is Brian from the Canadian Firearms Blog.ca. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, Brian. How are you? Where everything's made I'm up good, and the I'm points good. don't matter. Wait, that's another <laughs> show. <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? We're oh, good. Great. Yeah. Great. And and awesome. you are. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. <laughs> uh, I'm Brian. Right. Yeah, I'm uh, the the editor of uh, Canadian Firearms Blog. 
Are we actually starting this thing, Matthew? We're, not? Just gonna, let's, 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 we're just going to throw them to the wolves like that. We're not even going to like have we've, a. We've never crap. we've never thrown anyone to the wolves before. I want to see how you well, swim or sink, sink or swim. Okay, so Brian, gets I, think I think I'm sinking so far. No, no, no. this is totally on us. No, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You're swimming hard. We're pulling you down, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> You're like the life preserver who can't handle all of us. <laughs> so I say we cut we cut Matthew loose. <laughs> the other three will float to safety uh, uninterrupted. I'm the rock, basically yeah, pulling us down. It. All right. So Brian, um, let's talk a little bit about your blog. Uh, why don't we start with uh, when did it start? Uh, it started uh, two years ago now. Uh, I was, you know, just really starting to get into firearms, and no, I already had couple of guns and had my license and all that and figured you know i'm really going to get involved in the community and i started looking uh for for websites or blogs or youtube channels just to see what what's going on in the world and naturally you immediately found matthew's youtube channel and adriel's blog right (laughs) actually i didn't find matthew's until a little while later but i definitely found adriel's and then you were like i'm gonna copy this guy <laughs> but better, but better. <laughs> kind of, but not if, really. If Adriel can do it, I can do it more gooder. <laughs> um. Awesome. So you're you're covering politics. You're covering products. You're covering um, what else are you covering? Uh, I'm starting to get into things like reviews. Uh, I haven't really got into that world just yet, but uh, yeah, it's mostly uh, politics and news uh, related to firearms in Canada. Right, so both uh, like um, laws and news pertaining to uh, events, clubs, that sort of things, individuals, uh, movers, shakers in the Canadian gun scene? Uh, yeah, a little bit of that. Uh, things like, uh, I know when a local gun club was getting shut down by the county, uh, I wrote a thing about that and whatnot. Yeah, so it primarily coverage around, around like Canadian-specific um, news events, which typically are around gun law, and that's that's what I've seen on on your website, and that's what I've seen uh, uh, that hasn't been supplied anywhere else. Like no one else is really writing too much about uh, you know C forty two changes, except for you. Uh, you know the CSSA might have it in their newsletter uh, once a month or something like that. Um, <laughs> and uh, and there's not really a, like caliber has the odd thing, but they're like. Their their shtick is not like instant uh, news. Uh, they're more like magazine kind of a thing, right? So, yeah. I think you're you're operating more on the the speed set of things, right? Right, right. Well, definitely the layout is awesome. I'm on your page now, and you've got really straightforward, easy to find and navigate menu items at the top. Um, it's it looks very professional, very well laid out. Good job. Oh, thank you. Did it all yeah. myself. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so um, do you have a background in writing? Where does the uh, the article writing come from? Uh, I don't, actually. Um, I've always just been uh, doing it kind See, of like a but, hobby. Neither uh, does Adriel, but you can tell when you read his stuff. You can't really tell when you read your stuff that you don't have a background in like journalism. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always kind of been interested in journalism and uh, I thought about going into that, but uh, that never really came to fruition. Um, but uh, I definitely do enjoy writing and, and I kind of want to put that into my other hobby, which was firearms. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, how many articles do you figure you've got on there so far? 
Uh, good question. Um, quite a few. Well, yeah, that is a number. That is a yeah. It's, it's numberish, right? <laughs> yeah, and that answer is completely acceptable for this show. Yeah, I have a, a lot. Thank you yeah, for asking. I have a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I have more than higher, Adriel. Higher than you can count good. is you know, Pat, more than potato. Oh, I've got a lot. I've yeah. got three hundred and forty-four. Adriel, Adriel it's don't not a contest, buddy. Don't compete with the guests. Yeah. Everything's a contest. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm about a quarter way there. I've got about a hundred articles so far. There is a number to it. Okay, yeah. So, out of 100, which one would you say has been the most popular, your biggest hit, the one that's generated the most traffic, feedback, etc.? That one, without a doubt, would be uh, the 858 Spartan Prohibition. Ooh, yes. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. there was a lot of people upset about that. That was, um, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't doesn't matter how well or poorly it was written, if it was on the other guy's website, it's going to generate traffic. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That one was probably also my most shared on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've probably got a good couple hundred shares on that. Mm. So, um, do you have any advice for anyone that may want to start a blog around firearms? Something that, you know, lessons learned, if you will? Lessons learned. Uh, don't host it at home. That's a bad idea. Mm. All right. Uh, that's how I first started off. Uh, I was hosting it off a uh, little web server in the closet in my room. And, you know, a lot of uh, downtime with that. Crashy, crashy. So, yeah, absolutely. And uh, anything from, like, the computer or the server going down to, you know, the Internet not working. Uh, mm-hmm. So my advice would be go ahead and get a, like, rent a server that's already online. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of companies that do that. Uh, start on there. That's, that's a good way to go. Awesome. Uh, Matthew is wondering when you're going to write a blog article about pro gun podcasting in Canada. Yeah, I was going to ask. That was my next question, actually. Uh, I could start tonight. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. I like this is your this is your uh, research for that article, isn't it? Yeah. What do you want to know? It is. It is. Yeah. Ask us anything. We're yeah. an open, closed book. <laughs> well, how'd you guys get started? Uh, by accident. Yeah, it was mostly by accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my birth. The whole thing started by accident. Yeah. <laughs> uh, each of us started. Um, well, Matthew and I kind of started the same way. We were guest hosting on a show and then asked to join the show that already existed. Um, Adriel's story is a little different. We Adriel uh, had to fight needed, for his position. He did. Yeah. Uh, we actually had an opening on Slam Fire Radio when one of the founders left, so no. we put it up. <clears throat> Traitor, quitter. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So we we um, much like Rod Giltaka is doing on CFR Radio right now. He's looking for submissions from the audience to audition for a spot on the show, and that's what Adriel did. And uh, we had a lot of good ones, but in the end, Adriel really stood out and still stands out for other reasons. But yeah. Some so, of them we can really even talk tall. about. Yeah, he is actually quite <laughs> tall. He doesn't look tall in his pictures. Yeah, he is bigger in person, isn't he? He is. It's because our computer screens are so small, though. That must be it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him once, once in person. Not that did I've you, met him. But did I've you buy? Him. Oh, so you didn't buy him a sandwich? No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, that's oh. sort of the thing with Adriel. Is you're supposed to buy yeah. him a sandwich when you're, you're seeing supposed him. to buy him a sandwich. Definitely cooler if you buy him a sandwich, but anyway, we won't hold it against you. You obviously didn't know. Adriel will, though, because he didn't get a sandwich. <laughs> yes. He'll hold the yeah. sandwich against you. Well, I, guess, I guess I'll have to buy him two when I see him. Yeah. <laughs> Are you so, going to come to uh, three this weekend? Uh, I could. Uh, I've been meaning to go. check it out. 
It's yeah. really hard to get along with. I will write an article tonight on program podcasting. Yes, I could go to the three gun. <laughs> hey Brian, can I have ten bucks? Yeah, sure. Here, here, here you go. <laughs> yeah, that one I, I can't. I can't oblige. Oh, uh, I knew you had your limit somewhere. Oh. We just had to find them. Um, so, what about the future, Brian? Where, where's this blog going to go? What do you do? You have any plans? Or are you just kind of going with the status quo? Do you have um, expansion ideas? <clears throat> uh, well, I would definitely like to have more uh, more editors, more authors uh, who contribute to the site. Oh, um, I, I don't have all the time in the world to do it. Adrian, hey, hey, do you know that? Yeah, I, I do know that. <laughs> Matthew, you shut down your blog, didn't you? No, it's still there. I just barely ever look at it Can anymore. You? All right. Well, but yeah, I definitely like want to. I definitely want it to grow. Um, I mean, it's it's good where it is, but I would like to do bigger things. Uh, have more articles more frequently. Uh, just just so we have something big in Canada, because we don't have any big blogs in Canada. Uh, like the U.S. has the Fires blog and stuff like that, and they're huge. Mm-hmm. And we just don't have that here. Well, not yeah. for lack of effort on your part. I think it's a, just the community is so much smaller, right? Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. So I, I see here you've got a section called Our Contributors. So neat. So if someone wanted to write an article and have you host it on their blog, what should they be doing? What should they be writing about? How <clears throat> should they contact you? Uh, they can write about anything they want, uh, anything about firearms in Canada. It's it's all fair game. If they want to do a review and submit it to me, that's that's all welcome. Um, to get a, in, in contact with me, uh, they can go to my contact page on my website, uh, ca, and there's a contact tab at the very top. Um, and that'll take you to the contact page and fill out the form and send it away. Awesome. How uh, how how quickly did you find it started to grow once you started it did you did you see it sort of ramp up really quickly or did it start off sort of slow and then slowly ramp up from there um it was a little bit slow to begin with uh in fact it was slow for probably about a good six months to even a year where you know i'd get a little bit of traction on some things but most of the time it was it was pretty quiet uh it was when uh, uh bill uh yeah bill s223 was uh, tabled in the Senate by Senator Hervo uh, Payette. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when things really took off. Um, I started covering that pretty pretty closely, and ever since then, I've been getting a lot of traffic. Yeah, I've, I found the same thing with any of the content that I've ever put out. Is anytime some any sort of bad news sort of comes along. <laughs> listenership spikes, readership spikes, viewership spikes, because people are looking for that information going, oh, crap, how is this going to affect me? So it's uh, yep. it's nice that we haven't had anything sort of bad come along recently. Well, not anything sort of devastating, but uh, <laughs> um, it, it it's good. But at the same time, it, 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 it does make our numbers wane a little bit sometimes. It does. But, yeah, I guess we're just going to have to start some rumors that, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> all handguns are going to get banned in Canada. <laughs> Whoa! What? Yeah, I'm kidding. Guys. Well, for Don't for kidding. a while, that wasn't well. It wasn't a rumor. That was a threat. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's, that's possible. <laughs> we could fly that one out there. <laughs> just just to drive up the, the numbers. That's all. 
Yeah. yeah so, Brian, what, what kind of uh, what kind of articles are you pushing? Are you pushing more reviews? Are you going to do more interviews? Have you interviewed anyone uh, really interesting on uh, for an article? Well, he's interviewing us right now, and we're interesting. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. So, anyone uh, anyone interesting? <laughs> um, well, you guys, you guys yeah. are interesting. That's hilarious. Uh, I was on mute, uh, and I said the exact same thing you did, Adriel, at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, actual interesting people, not like wannabe. Right. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, I haven't done any real interviews. Um, I mean, I've talked to uh, politicians through email and stuff, but nothing face-to-face, no taking them out to the range, which I really want to get into. That's a really cool. good way to help our cause is by taking people who write our laws out to the range and getting them to understand that, oh, wait, guns aren't nearly as scary as I thought they were. Uh, Absolutely. Mm. Instead, they're fun. That's right. They're all (laughs) kinds of fun. (laughs) Play targets and yeah. Gentlemen, anything anything else for Brian before we cut him loose back into the uh, interwebs? When's your next article coming up? It'll be tonight. It'll be tonight. Oh, and, and what's it on? Uh, Pro Gun Con uh, podcast. Oh well, look at that. Yeah, I look, I look forward to this. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks again for coming on, Brian. It's uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Upcoming events. Only read one each. Oh, you're not supposed to read that. <laughs> That's, That's an not italics. italics, dude. We have a rule. <laughs> yeah, that, that actually is bolded. It. It's not a. So let's go ahead and do this. All right, now it's italics. <laughs> oh, I don't have to read that. Does that help? Yeah. Upcoming events: three gun matches. Adriel, do we have any three gun matches? No, there's no three gun matches. What do you? I've got one on Saturday. And you've got one on Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, this weekend there's going to be the Chaz three-gun match, Ontario action shooting match, three-gun outlaw shoot at the Rock Cut, and some yahoos at the Restigouche, I think, are doing some sort of multi-gun. Is that the same thing as three-gun? Oh, would you stop? (laughs) It's it's USPSA multi-gun. It's like the most official multi-gun there is. We use rules and real ROs and everything. (laughs) Weird. But we don't. All right. Well... You know the what? most official three gun in the country will be at the Restigouche Gun Club uh, this Saturday. Uh, dude, you, you, it pleases me so much to hear you say that. I know you don't mean it, <laughs> but it really makes me happy to hear you say that. <laughs> uh, the three gun outlaw shoot at Rock Cut will be Saturday and Sunday. The weekend after, if uh, this is too soon for you, the uh, this will be the weekend of the September 16th. There will be the Mighty Peace 3-Gun Medicine Hat Ontario Action Shooting Final Match and Championship Valcartier and, and the Northwest 3-Gun. So lots of 3-Gun action going on uh, this weekend and next weekend. One event that I don't have in here but just uh, caught my uh, attention, uh, P&D Enterprises in Edmonton is doing a customer appreciation event on Saturday. So... Uh, they've got some killer deals. They just posted them today. They've got the FNS nine long slide for five ninety nine. Okay, so six hundred bucks plus tax, three mags. Our tax is King- lower here. Kingston wants to sell me his for eight hundred with all the mags. I think six mags. Well, the mags are super expensive, so you got to take that into account. This comes with three mags, so this comes with the three mags that came with the gun plus three forty cal mags. Hmm. Hmm. I still wouldn't buy it. Really? That's just because I already have one. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good <laughs> reason not to one. buy it, I guess. Yep, um, yep. There is another match that I would like to plug that's not listed here, if I may, and I'm going to do it yeah. anyway. Um, Woodstock 
Woodstock um, Rifle and Pistol Club in Woodstock, New Brunswick, is holding a level two match the 16th of September. So for more information, email us and I'll get you in contact with the match director because I don't have his email right now in front of me. So, But if you're in New Brunswick and you're a listener, there's a Woodstock uh, Ipsic match coming up in Woodstock on the 16th. Uh, news. We ready for the news? I guess so. Sure. Okay, that's good enough for me then. Yeah. Um, Adriel, did you put all of these in? Yeah. Of course he did. He Take it does. away. Yeah, this first one is, uh, they're kind of interesting looking. I want uh, North Silva is bringing in these Henry Lever Action 410s. Lever. <laughs> did you know? Okay, the lever lever is a UK thing, and I have to dis- like explain this to so many people on YouTube. <laughs> Lever's English, Canada's kind of English. You guys should have been too, but you decided to pronounce things differently just because tech with everyone else. So, right, <laughs> they look really awesome. I would like the fit and finish to be a little bit better, but the lines are really good. I like the I like the way the 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 gun like you know appears, if you know what I mean. Like the the symmetry, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh the the tube. It's you fill the magazine tube the same way you'd fill a tube fed magazine on a 22. Well, not all of them, so there's some that fill from the stock, but anyway, call it the traditional way of feeding by uh, inserting them into the tube from the front there. Yeah, it doesn't have a loading gate on the side like a 3030 would. No, exactly. It's tube tube fed, and you load from the front of the tube. Um, not 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 inexpensive, eh, Adriel? Uh, no, it is. Uh, well, I mean, Henry's stuff is usually a little bit more, and this is kind of an odd beast. Uh, MSRP on this thing is eleven twenty nine. It has a. I'm not sure what the name for this style of stock is, but when you think about lever actions. There's uh, what's called the saddle stock, very common in the Marlins and the thir- and the Winchester 3030s. That particular cut of stock. This does not have that. This has more of a. Is there a name for this, guys? Do you know? I don't uh, know. Uh, so we'll no. say it's not a saddle stock, and I wish it was. It looks neat, but I think it would look neater with a saddle stock. That's just cool. A so what's a saddle stock compared to this? Just do a quick Google on a pre-64 Winchester 3030. Okay. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, this one's more like the grip is is a little bit different. It's angled as opposed to straight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Henry the, the Henry 22s. Yeah, the Henry 22s have the the style of stock you're talking about, Trevor. Where this yeah, one, like saddle. Adriel said, is more like. Uh, is there a name for this style that we're talking about? Is it well, that's what I'm asking. Is it yeah, saddle? Is it saddle stock? This is <laughs> our, our listeners are yelling into us right now. If they listen to this, but, uh, it's like a pistol so grip it's, stock. It's not like a not 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 yeah, like, like a pistol like grip. Like an fifteen. No, grip. not that kind of pistol grip. <laughs> it's way better than the Mossberg thirty thirty. That was all black tactical. It is. It is yes. better than that, indeed. No, I, I anyway, like this. It looks. Yeah, it looks like a rifle. Yeah, but it's a shotgun. But it's a shotgun. Chambered in four ten. It'd be great to go after birds with. Yeah, lever action. It'd be fantastic. Lever, lever. <laughs> it's a lever. Lever. But it's expensive. I don't even know what to call it. Anymore. I just say the opposite of whatever you say, just to throw you off. Right. It, it is it, expensive it, though, almost twelve hundred bucks. So. And it's the length of a carbine. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Definitely. Yeah, that's, definitely that's a carbine. But I, d- right, I still like it. Now, the downside to it is two and a half inch chamber, not a three inch chamber. Oh. So do bear that, that in mind. 410? 
Huh? Is that a thing for 410? Yeah. I do not shoot 410. Oh, I, no, I, 410, like uh, a 3-inch is... If you can get a 3-inch, you get way more payload and, and more yeah. power. Um, the I assume two, you just go to a 12-gauge. Yeah, you can, but... I mean, I understand why it's a 2.5-inch chamber, because trying to come up with a loading mechanism and a lever action for a 3-inch would be very long, very long and, and obtrusive, I would think. Yeah, so you would get the leverage. I am obtrusive. All right. You ready for the next one, Adriel? I guess so. Yep. Next one is Tenda's back-to-school sale. <laughs> hey. I shared this with some people from work. Walmart got in tr- Walmart uh, uh, very much took back their back-to-school sale sign that was near their gun counter, whereas these guys are, like, amping it up and <laughs> just calling this a back-to-school sale. Uh, yeah, so that was Tenda- hilarious. You want to yeah. talk about that for a second, the Walmart situation? Yes, so Walmart put back to what was it no be your school hero or something like that right next to the right on top of the gun rack. Yeah, <laughs> it was just uh, yeah. somebody wasn't thinking when they put it there, and then somebody took a picture and it went viral on Facebook. It was it was poor, poor uh, planning on the person who put up the sign for sure. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. this is the same person that lost their job because they couldn't get your coffee order right. Right, you get coffee yeah, at Walmart. No, they lost their job selling coffee and had to go work at Walmart. Oh, that's what that's the kind of person that makes this kind of boo boo. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, guns yep. in school don't typically go well with normal people. So, well, nope. don't tell that to Tenda because <laughs> they are <laughs> they ramping this up. <laughs> yeah, they have Narinko M1911A1s on for sale, and they really shouldn't call them that the M1911A1 because Narinko does make an M1911A1. And this is not it. <laughs> Isn't it, it awesome? <laughs> the M1911A1 that Narinko makes looks like a USGI M1911, and then uh, and it yeah A1. Uh, these are in nine millimeter, and they have nothing in common. Well, they have a lot in common, obviously, with a M1911A1. But these are not. That's not M1911 the one that they. A1. Yeah, it's not the one that they actually model it after. Yeah, this is a modern. Um, 1911 with 3.0 sights, skeletonized triggers, ambidextrous safety, skeletonized hammer, extended beaver tail, extended magazine release. Like These are good to go. These are actually the Dominion that I had bought for Archie and then had refinished looks looks like this. Has the same setup as as these ones do. For 329, I say do it, man. <laughs> Did you see the other? Like, th- these are good deals. They've got a Type 97 original style for $749. They've got wow. a, a Type 97 Gen 2 for $1189. And they've Colts? got the. Uh, say again? They got Colts for $999 or $1279. There we go. They've got that uh, jet, the M305 that takes 762 by 39 for $700 flat. Nice. Yeah, there's some good deals here. There really hmm. is. <clears throat> oh, they've got the Smith and Wesson MMP or MMP fifteen Sport two, sixteen inch straight profile barrel for six ninety nine. Yeah, I've seen that one around for around that price. Yeah, that there's no deal on that one. Oh, there's right. a deal on the nine twenty nine Performance Center. So if you want to shoot revolver in Ipsic, this is the gun to do it with. It's a nine shot, nine millimeter, six and a half inch barrel. It's the J- Jerry Mitchellick edition. Normally thirteen hundred dollars, they've got it for eleven ninety nine. So twelve hundred bucks. So it's hundred bucks off. Is it cut for moon clips or how do you load oh, it? Oh, geez, yes, absolutely. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's moon clips. It's it's funny though. It doesn't come with a fiber optic front sight, which you would think on this gun would be. You'd think that'd be thing. standard fare for a competition pistol. That sort of is for most people. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. All cool. kinds of stuff. Yeah. All kinds yeah. of handguns. Oh, how much is this? Do they have the? They've got the model sixty-six. That's interesting. Not a 686, a model 66. So the primary difference is that the model 66 does not have a full length underlug, and it's uh, a 357 Magnum, and it's the 4.25 inch model. Eh, 829. There's no real deal there. 686 International, 680 or 869. That one's about 100 bucks off. You don't usually see firearms for that much off. Usually firearms, the mar- the you know, not a lot of profit margin yet. is not really there. So. Uh, you don't see tendas. a lot of this. But. Where mm. is Tendas, Adriel? It's uh, right Where's beside Nindas and just uh, just before Eleven does. So they're also in Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, any gun store that's having a back-to-school sale deserves our support. <laughs> <laughs> What's next, Adriel? Yeah. Uh, next up, Iron Guns is just an update. Uh, they're making some non-restricted CZ Scorpions. Uh, they're, uh, now, to be clear, the some... CZ Scorpion is not the Scorpion machine pistol that you're thinking of, probably or possibly, because that's what made, immediately went to my mind. Whoa, what? That that looked wicked, and I went and looked at it. Oh no, it's not that at all. It looks that's... like a submachine gun, not a machine pistol. Yeah, chambered in nine millimeter magazine fed. Unfortunately, it only has a five round magazine. Yeah. I fired it at the CZ X metal target. Uh, demo day at the tail end of the Ipsic Nationals in Alberta this summer, and it is a neat little gun. Mm. Yeah, so there this was is a... the Evo 3. And so they are looking to make a non restricted version of this. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, because otherwise. They need to make a pistol version of it, though, so we can get 10 round mags. Well, in its short barrel, it should be a pistol. It shoots I, pistol I'm caliber. pretty sure Wolverine's bringing in some short ones. I'm not sure if they're pistol version, but you can fire them without a stock on it. So I guess you could make a pistol version of this firearm. Yeah, if you uh, can make a pistol easily. version of it and then get 10-round mags, that would be a lot of fun to play with. Now, mm-hmm. right here, I'm on CZ's website, and it says the CZ Scorpion Evo 3 S1 pistol oh, there you go. is legally classified by the ATF as a pistol. Now, but we don't ATF. have that's the ATF United in States. Canada. <laughs> that's the United States. What yeah. will the RCMP do with it? Don't know. Who knows? Don't know. But if they do that's pretty declare cool. the restricted one as a pistol, we get a non-restricted one with a 10-round 9mm magazine. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. So keep stay tuned for this. This could be good. Could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. What's And then the last one, Prairie Gun... Prairie Gun Trader has Vortex Viper. What now? PST Gen 2s. So I have. I, I don't know. I haven't seen the Gen 2s very uh, in a, in a lot of places. But it looks like they've uh, they've got those in. So if you're looking at doing like a precision uh, rifle rig, or if you just want like excellent glass on a on a three gun rig with their one to six, uh, Prairie Gun Traders has a, a whack of those in. I have two Vipers, one regular and one Viper HST. Uh, yes, and Muffin has the PST. That's hilarious. They're all named after different sales taxes. <laughs> Next, we're going to get the GST, I suppose. <laughs> um, these, they are, uh, they are phenomenal pieces of glass. And 
a lot of value. For You're the a price. phenomenal piece of glass. I am, thank you. <laughs> and Vortex has that lifetime warranty that you can kind of rely on. Man, I love that. I have a friend who had an old pair of um, Vulture. They were replaced by the Diamondbacks. Vulture binos that were about a dozen years old and just beat to snot. And he sent them back, and they sent him whatever the newest version of that set of binos was. No questions asked. Thank you very much for coming up. That's oh, cool. Sweet. Yep. Yeah, so good customer service. Definitely. Any other uh, news items, Adriel, before we move into listener feedback? Nope. All right. Listener feedback from Brian. Brian says, I enjoyed Matthew calling himself out for claiming to be a teacher when he's really an EA. I'm not <laughs> sure how the educational community handles stolen valor, but, a, <laughs> but apparently it's swift and harsh, according to how fast he corrected himself. <laughs> Stay awesome, Brian Sheets. P.S. Congratulations on the big win, Trevor. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Um, Brian did some training recently, and uh, he hit me up on Snapchat, sending me some pictures and video. And uh, some video I still haven't seen yet because I'm just busy and lazy and busy. Anyway, I'd like to get him on to discuss it. It looked like uh, a heck of a lot of uh, cool things that he was doing involving shooting in and around vehicles. Sounds like Hmm. fun. Yep. So next um, from Mark. You want to take that one, somebody? Anybody? I don't care. Someone. From Mark. Thank you for all of the entertainment you provide. And don't change anything. Even as a U.S. listener, I still love hearing Canadian gun politics. Love the show. I'm also enjoying the Patreoni shows. Thank you, Mark. Mark. Yeah. We love our American listeners. So. And our ones from Lithuania. And the, the one, probably. Well, they did leave us a review, <laughs> after all. Probably and speaking yep. of reviews. We got one! Yeah, I'll take it away, McClatchy. All right. Author was written by Elias Zardman, and uh, he sent it through the Canadian store, so yet another Canadian review, which is fine. I mean, we're looking for ones from other countries and stuff, but whatever. Gave us five stars, and the title is One Fine Program. Slamfire Radio is a long-running Canadian podcast that I have enjoyed from their start. As a Canadian firearms owner, I have acquired a lot of great information by listening during my commute to work. The content is varied, and while subjects may not always be of immediate interest to me, the discussions are always interesting. I rarely find myself skipping ahead. It's, I find it disturbing that he put rarely in there. <laughs> um, you can't help but skip ahead sometimes when I say the same thing 14 times in a row differently. <laughs> the hosts respect the opinions of others and at the worst agree to disagree. There may even uh, they may even change their minds from time to time. <laughs> in the beginning Mr. Trevor was anti-milserp and detested wood furniture on most firearms. He would steadfastly refuse to even hold, never mind fire an SKS unless he was wearing a red dress. Today, he now owns more than one SKS, that is. Oh, he owns more than one red dress, I believe, is what he implied. Yes, you own many red dresses, Trevor. The the podcast is a great way to find connections to organizations and experts within the firearms community. The interviews are always engaging and informative. Guests featured on the program are from varied backgrounds and interests. Mr. Matthew has interrupted almost everyone in the firearms community. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm working on it. It's a badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> the, Canadian, the Canadian market for firearms training is limited, but this program helps you link up with training resources that one might not quickly find on your own. 
These courses range from basic skills development to competitive shooting sports courses. The Ferlachi course put on by Trevor and Matt is one such example. The Maple Seed course, championed by none other than Ms. Kelly herself, is another great example. For the gearheads out there, there are some great reviews of hunting and sporting equipment provided by Mr. Adriel. They are objective and realistic. He will also guide you to some of the best deals on the market. I appreciate his review of the economical and best firearms for Canadian gun owners, validated by what I have in my gun cabinet. I forget which episode that was, so you may have to look it up for yourself. Basically, if Mr. Agil has purchased more than one of them, you're probably not misallocating any of your gun money. However, if your potential gun purchase happens to be something that either Mr. Matt or Mr. Trevor has purchased, check with an adult first. (laughs) Or watch Mr. Matt's YouTube review channel. Listen to this podcast. It might save you from becoming a communist. No nickname, Joe. P.S. We're going to have to fix that. He needs a nickname. P.S. If you have any suggestions, please (laughs) let me know how to explain to my boss why I put iTunes on this work computer. He no longer calls or falls for the squirrel trick. Uh, PPS, the last time I posted, Mr. Matt gave me some heat for not having a nickname. I thought it was in poor taste to choose your own nickname and that they have to be earned somehow. Am I wrong? Yes. You, nope. you are not wrong. And we're going to call you... Um, not Ron. Not Ron. <laughs> no, that's lame. Joey McJoerson. <laughs> We're going to have to come up with a nickname for you, I guess, then. Or somebody is going to have to because, you, like you said, you can't nickname yourself. That's lame. I could pull up Urban Dictionary and find a real interesting the, one. Just the fr- random. I just, Zard, man. We just call him Zard. I like, yeah. Zard. Okay. Zard. Zard. Thank you, Zard. Mr. Zard. Well, he's calling us Mr. Everything, so let's call him Mr. Zard. Mr. I felt Zard. like I was at school. Mr. Matthew, yep. Mr. Adriel, Mr. Trevor. Mr. Zard. There it is, Mr. Zard. Sounds like a Superman villain. It does, doesn't it? I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, Mr. Zard. Mr. Zard, we meet again. <laughs> Only this Get the time. Kryptonite at home or wooden yeah. SKSs. <laughs> yes. So, if you would like to leave us a five-star review, and we why would really wouldn't appreciate you? It. Well, you wouldn't because, you know, oh. it's not allowed to install iTunes on a work computer. Apparently, However, Mr. Mr. You, Zard did, so... Yes. And he hasn't been fired yet. If you're as bold as Mr. Zard, feel free to do it and leave us a review. Um, We're up to 155 so far. It's not just about the ego. It's really about the ego. But what it does, in fact, do (laughs) is get the show noticed and it gains traction. So if you leave us a review, uh, we get bumped around on iTunes and more people see the show and more people will listen. So do that. That would be cool. Um, Shout outs. I have one to Filthy. Filthy is helping me finish my gun room. I'm out of hooks, and the hook that I found is discontinued, but Filthy found 68 mm. in stock. So I told him to get me 50, because 50 means 25 more guns that I can put on the walls in there. So, yay, Filthy. Thank you very much. Fantastic. Yes, Matthew, any shout-outs? Pardon? No. What? All right. Hello. And Adriel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to to Chad. You, you guys know Chad. Do we know Chad? I, Who's uh, Chad? Chad was one of the guys that uh, drank scotch with me at do, Will's house. Do you guys know Chad? I know Chad. He brought in a <laughs> bottle of... Um, we all know who Chad Cypher. is. It is being yes. jokey. Just to so I, I posted on... Uh, after the Prairie Fire shoot, I, I posted on Facebook just my thoughts on uh, on the shoot. What was different? 
uh, what they did that was interesting, what I thought they did that was better, that I want to like rip off, artists steal kind of a thing. And uh, they used sections of pipe for their shotgun targets. Now, pipe is a better shotgun target because uh, if you use those fl- like a flat face uh, knockdown target, what you end up with is a higher chance of, of some of the shot coming back at you. And you'll oh, catch shit. some of it. Oh, so the they base. just use steel pipe. Just steel pipe. And, and so it's a round. round. Yeah. Oh, that's you a great idea. It. So it doesn't, it does not reflect the, deflect the uh, and, shot back at you. And when you stand, stand it up, it doesn't take as much to balance it. The pipe itself or face was the it. target? Or the pipe was a target holder? The, I no, the pipe no, is the, the target. Pipe, the pipe is the target. It stands on a target stand. You don't have to face it at anything because it's round. It's it's faced as soon as it's on the on the stand. And they're very cheap. You so don't need AR-500, just they, regular iron pipe. What size pipe and how tall were they? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'd have to get a measuring tape or something like uh, that. Estimate, like six inches as diameter? As the, yeah, six inches tall, diameter, okay. maybe like two-inch kind of a thing. So they still as set them the up on the diameter no. didn't exceed the outside diameter, then it was official <laughs> pipe. <laughs> you guys are getting real technical on me here. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Thing. I like that. That's a great idea. Scrap pipe. Oh, yeah. So so I posted on Facebook saying, like, you know, what Prairie Fire had that, uh, that I think we should adopt at our at our range. And uh, not two days later, Chad's like, okay, I cut up 24. Nice. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. They're ready. They're in the back of my truck. So we had the targets, like, ready to rock and roll. Sweet. So that was awesome. Yeah, that's... That's the kind of a, uh, enthusiasm that'll let us grow the club uh, really quickly and uh, get our get it so that we're uh, we're caught up to to everyone else in terms of what we do for targetry, what we do for uh, how dynamic the stages are. So, kudos. I concur. Um, anybody want to give Kelly a shout out or who? Who? All right. Yeah. Hmm. Patreon supporters, we don't have any new ones this week. Uh, we will be recording our Patreon episode next week. Correct, Only guys? if we get a new Patreon by then, though, because if we don't, that's it. That's how that works. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Oh, it's we not. Have two, oh. <laughs> we have two very special guests lined up for next week's Patreon. One of them who has a really hilarious YouTube channel. Hopefully, we'll hear about it. My channel is not, not that funny, Trevor. It's funny. It's funny. He's not I, that funny. It's it's interesting. So when when the, the name was mentioned, I I wanted to get uh, him on anyways uh, because uh, uh, well I just met him a couple of weeks ago, kind of a thing. But yep. uh, yeah, definitely wanted to get him on anyways. So when I saw, I was like, oh yeah, we should do that. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to tell people uh, who it is? No, we should tell people who it is. Don't we want them to sign up to become Patreoners? Oh, right? yeah. See, this whole, like, we're dangling a fish, but we're not going to tell you it's a fish. We're just going to dangle us something and see if you go bite at it. No, you got to give them something to bite. Okay. Well, Wes is coming on to the, to the Patreon. Who's Wes? Wes and his wife, Corinne. Who's yes. that? I've never heard of him. His wife? <laughs> we met them last year in Brockville. Cherry I'm shoot. Teasing. He had, golden, he had the Desert Eagle that I yes, shot up on hand. I'm teasing. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, Corinne's YouTube channel is hilarious. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I said my YouTube channel isn't that funny, Trevor. You oh, I misunderstood. You're right. Yeah, I was, I was implying that, that I was the special guest and that I'm hilarious. <laughs> oh, that The that joke fell definitely fell flat, though. Bombed. Definitely bombed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And yes, hers is quite funny, but I mine is not quite as funny. So, yeah. there's the joke. Thank you for letting me explain it out. It it was a lot better Again. that you did. It yeah. really was. Yeah. Yeah. 
we needed that extra time to explain it. Mm, Absolutely. To yeah. To help make the show ending awkward as per usual. And this is the time where we sign off. Well, you got to do the thing, right? The thing I was about to do? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Where I was at the part where I said, do, and do. say. And do that. Right. Yeah. I was going to do that. Yeah. And then you were like, well, are you going to do the thing? And are you? Well, I'm trying. Okay. Good night, everybody. <laughs> no, not yet. Do it now. Not yet. <laughs> Take somebody shooting likes on Facebook. Yep, that's the stuff. That's and... probably pretty much all you got to say. <laughs> that's the good stuff. Kelly's what made us say it all the time, and now that she's out, oh, we don't have to say it anymore, right? I never said it. I that's... was. I always thought it was way too freaking long. Go hipstick shooting. Go to an S class match. Go to a maple <laughs> seat. Take somebody shooting. Uh, take your dog for a walk. Eat your vegetables. No, I'm not doing all that. Spade new to your pets too. Spade. Yes, spade and new to your pets. Thank you, Bob Adam Barker. <laughs> Adam Mapleseed. <laughs> you should be that accurate by the end of the day. So don't bullseye. worry. Bullseye? No, it's a bulls. Never mind. That's <laughs> <laughs> a bulls something. <laughs> yeah. So do some stuff with some guns and join some orgs and likes on Facebook and go over to the Gun Owners of Canada because I made a comment over there today where I may or may not have called somebody an idiot. Oh. You'll have to go see. Cool. Sounds like fun. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Later. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun. We good? You're not saying anything, so I mean that means you're good, right? I know it's going to happen. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting for him to start. Like, yeah, of course I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 228 of Slam Fire Radio for September 8th, 2017. I'm one of your non-quitting hosts, Trevor. I'm another is one of your non-quitting Oh, it's not my turn. It, it, is, it, is, isn't, it isn't 228. It's 222. Why in the hell Wait. does it say 228? It doesn't say yeah, 228. If you put it on the teleprompter, I will read it. (laughs) You know this. Don't really hang up, though. We didn't see... He did. He actually hang up. I don't think so. Oh, good. See, we don't. We don't. We normally tell people before we start recording that we're going to do two goodbyes, a fake goodbye, and a good. So anyway, you didn't actually hang up. That's great. Do any setup? (laughs) There's no setup on this. (laughs) Yeah, and we just. We literally just jumped right in. And well, it was funny because it w- you said that, and then he was like right there. It's like, oh, well, let's just roll with it then. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Whether Brian likes it or not, ready or not. Toss it into the fire. Just... Yeah. <clears throat> Sweet. And you should come out to uh, Three Gun this weekend. Uh, that'll be on Saturday? Yeah. I think I might have to make a trip out there then. Well, then awesome. you definitely have to give Trevor 10 bucks. <laughs> See how that works. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right, where are we? What are we doing? Upcoming event. Who is this? Why'd you call me? Yeah. So how do we? Um, how am I going to transition when I get to the end of news? Then you just want you already, to s- yeah. You already said let's do an interview, and so I've already got that. So all I got to do now right. the interviews ended. Now we're going to do upcoming okay. events. The, the interview is going I still to actually. Able to no. ask my question. Okay, so I understand your question now. It took me a second. The interview is going to take place before upcoming events this week. It's not going to take place nope. after the still news. Still not letting me finish. Okay, go ahead.
how do you want me to transition from news into listener feedback? Do you want me? Well, to that's not the news. Say, Let's do listener feedback now. I mean, like that, would and be just fine. completely not say anything about the main topic. That's right, because gotcha. I'm not putting the main topic there. I'm putting it. I know. I know. So that then, there's okay, no good. transition. Ready? Ready? I, I, Ready? I clearly am now. <laughs> Do you understand what's going on? That was my question. It doesn't matter. We'll okay. make it work. <laughs> give her. Upcoming. Give her. Give her chicken dinner. That's give her. Give her. Saint John River. Right. That's it. Winner. Winner. <laughs> chicken. Chicken. Dinner. Shut up. Yeah. Chicken. Ella. Chicken. Ella. Be quiet. 